it's time for Chic Shit Only. Hi, everybody. It's me, Lauren Zima. Joined today for a very special episode of Chic Shit Only by the one and only Bryce Sander, Real Housewives reporter, fresh off the scene of the book release party for Not All Diamonds and Rosé in New York. Bryce, how tired are you? Exhausted because it was just a lot. Leanne Locken was in a medical booth. With one heel. So she was hobbling around the party, up, down, up, down, up, down. Leanne Locken, formerly, very formerly at this point, not even on the most recent season of Dallas. Showed yes, up which she said she was, wow, yeah, very thankful not to be on that <laughs> final season. We are also joined by one of my absolute favorite Instagram accounts. And luckily we've DM'd enough at this point too. I feel grateful to call her a friend and a Bravo fellow Stan, Miss Maggie Kelly of the best of Bravo Instagram. Hi, Maggie. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. And I have to acknowledge if you're watching this on IGTV or on YouTube, my aesthetic right now, which for lack of a better way of saying this, I look like I've sort of been like some kind of housewife in the fifties. Who's like been through something. I have rollers in my hair because I'm about to go film entertainment tonight. And then my headphones like aren't really working with the rollers. So I'm fastening them around my neck, but it looks like I'm wearing a neck brace. And <laughs> I love it. working a switchboard in the 1950s. I'm like being made to work. I have to take care of my family. This character has been through a lot. <laughs> So we're going to dive right in. Um, No bones about it. We will be talking about the second part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. And we're also going to talk the Winter House premiere, which I feel we should end on because that's going to be a lighter note. (laughs) (laughs) A drunken lighter note. Definitely lighter. Yeah, definitely lighter, snowier, airier, icier, brighter. Um, First off, part two of the reunion. Maggie, just give me your reactions overall to episode two. Um, I absolutely loved it. I've, I've loved this entire season. It's just, it's been, it's been everything to me. Um, it's, it's my favorite season in, in a long time, probably in any franchise. Um, I, I loved Erica being grilled by Andy. Um, I love the Harry Styles moment that is not being discussed enough. Um, I don't, I have a lot of questions. I'm like, who is he sending? I want to know. Yeah, I want to know who else sent a video. Was it when Dorit said it, he even asked some of us, was it just her? Is she the only one who sent a video? It's Which, the only video we saw. Very strange. I'm sure Rena, if she wasn't asked, she was probably. Well, that's the thing. You would think Rena would have sent a video. I'm now wondering if the reason Rena said Harry Styles for who she wanted Amelia to be with was because she knew Harry liked the show and it felt feasible. Like maybe that's maybe th- these are intertwined. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. She's always thinking. She's she, Rena is like Chris Jenner Jr. I I think. I think of all of the housewives, she's the savviest we've probably ever had on all the franchises in terms of how the shows work. Like she came in so strong with her TV background. I don't know. Do you have any other candidates for this title? Mm, I mean, Rena's a professional. I I I still like Rena. Um, I, yes. I always have, I always will. Um, I I see a lot of haters out there. And mm. I think she's fueled by that. Um, I just think it, I think it keeps her going and yeah, I mean, she came in, she's another one. She's like a Garcelle, you know, she came in where people knew who she was. Like if I were to ask my grandparents out of every housewife ever, they would know Lisa Renna, they would know Eileen and they would know Garcelle. Those are the three they would know, no one else. So and, Papa's and Depends commercials. 
Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, she like my aunt had like had her hair cut for a long time. Like she's like, I love Loretta. Wow. Like, she walked Beverly wow. Hills. Too. Did she take photos into the salon? I wouldn't be. I'll ask her. I'll follow up. <laughs> sure. I follow questions, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think Rena, I mean, I think definitely Tamra is, is also Tamra always understood the assignment to me. Mm. I was going to say Rena is to Beverly Hills as Tamra was to OC. Mm. I love Tamra. You know what? Yeah. I'd have Tamra back. I would and have her back in the day. The second they announced or she announced that she was leaving. I was so mad. I was so mad. Honestly, I, I, I just think it was, a and we all saw how that went. Mm-hmm. It didn't work without her. I'm very interested to see what season 16 looks mm. like. I know. And now, as they say in sports, we're in a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you yeah. always find a sports metaphor to toss in here when you don't know about sports? Because like, I want to reach the straight men with this podcast. With this podcast <laughs> called Just She kidding. Should Only About the Housewives. Okay. <laughs> You'll find the one, the one. Venn diagram person who hits all those boxes. I've heard they watch Below Deck, kind of. I yeah. think they watch Below it Deck and Southern Charm are the shows that the men watch on Bravo. My brother just started watching Million Dollar Listing, actually. Oh, that on one too, set. probably. Okay, great. So it's yeah. happening. My you know? sister in law's like, we finally got him on a show. That's <laughs> <laughs> like so much shit. He's like, he's like, I mean, but then he's like, he acts like he's not interested, but he is because he's like, talks about Sonia. I'm like, see, you, you know them. Like you're talking about Sonia Morgan. You're pretty, yeah. you're, you're aware. Like stop it, acting like you don't know who these people which, are. <laughs> by the way, did you see that Leah said she's done with Sonia now because of what yeah. Sonia says in Not All Diamonds and Rosé about Tinsley? I saw that today. Um, I have not what read the book. I know you have, but what did she say? What did she say? So, I mean, Sonia just kind of goes not scorched earth, but just says all the things she's always said of like Tinsley came to New York to find a man and isn't really rich and was faking her life and all the things she's always said about Tinsley. And Leah also said that Sonia shit on her sister in the book, but I don't remember that. I did like speed read it to try and get through it as fast as I can. So I would need to go back and find that out. But I was like, wow, this book is causing problems. Mm. I I cannot wait to read it. Honestly, like I, there's so much tea that's being spilled already from the book and I mean, it's been out for a couple of days, so. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm never down with, cause I just don't even believe it when someone says I'm done with this person. Like, I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, until you make up, like anything's possible in housewives. Right. And also we all want you to make up. So, okay. If we're getting back to Beverly Hills, which I, you know, I guess we have to at some point, although I could talk to you guys for hours. Um, so Maggie, you loved it. You love the season. I agree with you. Best season of Beverly Hills in a long time for sure. I don't know if I agree with you. Best season of Housewives, period. I love oh, Potomac not, so much. Not ever. No, um, not ever. But you're like in years, like of all the franchises. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I love I love Potomac too. Um, I, I love a scandal. I'll be honest. I love sure. a scandal. And so and this is um, big. I, I'm just so intrigued with this, I think specifically. I also love New Jersey always. Um, so mm. those are like my... And we owe congrats to Teresa. Is she engaged, Bryce? I don't know that we can I, say that. Maybe by, the time this pod- maybe by the time this podcast is out, we can say definitively yes. But yeah, she seemingly has a ring on um, in Italy. I'm about to pass out. I saw the pictures. Is that like, that's not just a ring? We don't that's, know. That's an engagement ring? It's, well, mm, eh, you know. <laughs> I, I have some information, but it's not... 
people are paying a lot of money for this information, I believe. So <laughs> I don't think we can put it out in the world as a definitive yes, but I wouldn't be shocked if they come back from this Italian getaway with Dina Manzo engaged oh. or Grecian getaway, wherever the hell they are. Is Dina Manzo going to come back on the show? So no, because she lives in Malibu now, but she does say in Not All Diamonds and Rosé that she entered pretty serious talks about switching over to Beverly Hills when she moved to California, but they decided it just didn't make sense. Well, maybe it will in the future. I'll take it. I'd, I would love her back on my TV screens. I mean, the big thing in the New Jersey section is she hated being on the show, doesn't like being famous. So I don't think that's going to happen. And that she really only came back for that one season because she knew Teresa needed a friend. Oh, she's just like a, I feel like she's a real one. Like she's, she's just a good a real. Yes. She's a real in the reality. But they I do say they wish she had stayed because they think she could have been what Nene Leakes was to Atlanta, to New Jersey, that she actually would have been the like breakout star. That show had they been able to like get her really yeah. in the housewives machine. And that's the producer who produced Nene Leakes says that in the book. Wow, we're really getting into the lore of the book. There's a lot to discuss today. Oh no! I know. Sorry, I keep. I'm. I no, this is great. I mean, Bryce just went to this premiere in New York uh, for the book last night, and now he's back here in LA. Bryce, any other tidbits to share from the premiere party for uh, Not All Diamonds and Rosé, the Housewives behind the scenes book? You were there on the scene. Oh my gosh! I mean, Bronwyn came with yet a new, another new girlfriend and was making I'm out so- on the carpet. So glad, by the way, that these women who are no longer on the shows. I, was a, I mean, it was a lot of that. My favorite moment was Mary Amons of The Real Housewives of D.C. just kind of like lingered on the carpet for a bit until there was a lull and then just looked at me and said, will anyone talk to me? And then I brought her in and had a nice little chat. Grace, I got to Google her. I don't remember who that is. And I love D.C. She was the blonde one who was kind of the centerpiece. The one who snuck before. into the White House? No, not the Salahi oh. one. She was, but Mary was the connector of all of them and actually knows all the Potomac women as well. Oh, well, could we get her on Potomac? I don't think she, well, unclear where she lives now. Oh, hmm. wow. Are you Googling her right now? hundred percent. I got to remember the visual. <laughs> Here's the thing. I loved DC. It's just, I think, oh my gosh, she follows me. Oh, Mary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to see it. Okay. Um, it's not, it's the least amount of familiar I've ever had in looking someone up. I, that was show was on years ago. It's been, I, a, yeah, what, eight, nine, 10 years. I think the problem with DC was just always going to be that the real power people in DC, like truly cannot be on reality TV with the, right. and the, the, the section in the book about that is really just about the Salahi scandal. Like that's really all they go into and kind of how that de- destroyed the future of that show. Right. I mean, you couldn't come back. Maggie, did you like DC? You love a scandal. I, I did. Um, I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but yeah, I actually need to rewatch. I mean, it's been years since I've seen it. So I'm yeah. kind of with you. I'm like, I forgot. I forget a lot. I, I watch a <sighs> lot of TV. So I it's I forget a lot that it's <laughs> she's like, I've watched more. T- I've forgotten more TV than most people. Um, so, Bryce, we had Housewives long gone there, but we also had like you know, currents. We had, um, I saw Melissa Gorgo was there, Dorinda Medley. Yeah. Dur- I mean, Dorinda gave me some information about the all-star show they filmed at Bluestone Manor. She said <gasps> Bluestone Manor is only now sort of still standing after Vicki Gunvalson coming in and staying for eight days. Said she bonded with Phaedra and Eva the most, which I thought was interesting. Um, Ramona said she will leave Roni when she's no longer having fun and she doesn't see that happening anytime soon. And said- 90. To the- Thank God. 
And she said, uh, you know, for people who want her off the show, that she's not going to be a bump on the log. She'd rather you be talking about her and not liking her than not talking about her. Um, what was interesting is, so like fans have picked up on that Ebony and Leah seem to not be posting as much together or like hanging out together as much. And so I asked Leah about it. She was like, yeah, I haven't really heard from her since the show went off the air. And then Ebony was like, that's kind of true. And I want to know more about that. I have questions. Yeah. I mean, I think New York needs a bit of a rebuilding year. I think we all felt that very much beyond Maggie's eyes just went so wide. Yes. Well, she doesn't. One of the people I just named, she does not enjoy at all. At at all. Um, Her name may or may not be Leah, but um, it's pretty known. But I I didn't even finish the season. I mean, I probably stopped after. I mean, that's what New York's always my favorite. For me not to finish a housewife season is like, I just need it. I just couldn't. They need, and Ramona said this, we need three more girls. Like mm-hmm. we need a cast of eight. It was Especially not enough in a, women. In a COVID time, you need more people because it's like we just get stuck in a loop of the same Well, New York was so shut down and New York is so much about the city. I mean, I, when I talked to Dorinda about it, she said we were missing the character of New York. And it also made me sad to learn that Dorinda and Ramona are not speaking at all because in my hopes and dreams, I, I still want Dorinda back on New York full time, to be honest. I, I think she took a moment off and I want her back. Yeah, she I was talking to her and she spotted Andy Cohen across the room and she went because I said, are we pressing play on pause? And she said, I'll go over there and ask. <laughs> She's like, I got to go network. I have to go kiss the ring. <laughs> totally. I love her. Yeah, New York could have used more women and. I don't know. I I think, to be honest, I think it's the worst move for Leah right now to just be like adamantly burning bridges left and right, like saying she's not talking to Sonia. Leah told me she wants to come back because she doesn't want a COVID season to be the way she went out. Hmm. And she's got a book to sell. She's got a memoir coming out. Well, who doesn't? Hmm. With Heather Gay, I think Fastest Housewife to Land a Book Deal is releasing a book next year, Bad Mormon. I mean, Heather's got some real shit to go through with her escaping the Mormon church. That's a, that's a lot to get into. <laughs> well, should we go back to Beverly Hills? We've got, I'm sorry, a- <laughs> you're just fresh off this party and there's so much tea to be had. I'm sure I, more yeah. will be popping out. I love it. Okay. Beverly Hills. Um, Bryce, your overall reaction to part two. We I got- thought it was good. It was heavy. Like it was just bang, 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 bang questioning. I really want to know the ins and outs of how they filmed this like was it just like four hours in the middle of the day of pestering Erica that they've then pieced out episode by episode or were they circling back and giving her breaks um that's what I want to know my guess is it was one solid block of non-stop talk that they've then pieced out into episodes um but I thought the finance stuff was so interesting mm. um and also I'm not angry I'm angry I was like I need someone to explain that to me. <laughs> I think she meant I'm not angry at you all. I'm angry at the situation, well, yeah. but I want to know, is she angry at Tom? Is she angry at the people filing the lawsuits? Is she angry at Ronald Richards, the lawyer who is part of the case and tweets about her nonstop? Mm. All of the above. Wait, what is this person saying on Twitter? So Ronald Richards, I don't have all the information, but I believe he represents one of the cases in like the case that's in the Chicago courts. Um, or the Illinois courts. And he has just kind of like, 
he doesn't hold it a secret how he feels about her, or what he believes her to have done, allegedly. Um, and she has asked for his dismissal from the case, and that's been denied just because it seems like he's personally attacking her online mm. and not just, you know, fighting in the court system. Maggie, what do you believe Erica knew or didn't know? So great question. I, <laughs> I, um, I don't think she knew everything for sure. I don't know what she knew. I think she knew something. I, I think she possibly knew that the money she was getting was not legit or like was not legit. I don't, I don't really know. Cause it's so we don't, we don't know. Right. Um, don't you want to know where the housewives checks went though? Like these yeah. hundreds of thousands, probably at this point after six, seven years on the show, at least a couple million dollars. What did oh, Tom do with it? Yeah. I, I have a lot of questions about all the finances and everything. And I, I think she knew something. I, I certainly don't think she knew everything. Um, I, that that's kind of what I've, what I felt the whole time. I have to say, and I probably come at this from a place of like, you know, I mean, I've, I've just been divorced. So it's like you, you, you have a different, which surprises me sometimes how Sutton is. And like, I don't know, cause Sutton has empathy for Erica, but then, but then like has, switched on her. I, I actually thought it was a great point when Kyle brought up that Sutton didn't know she owned a baseball team. <laughs> like <laughs> Sutton, you've been coming hard after Erica. Like, what did you know? What didn't you know? And and what are you lying about? Sutton didn't know she owned a baseball team. <laughs> and I could see Erica handing over the checks to Tom. Like I used to do that and not in a way of, you know, but it's because you think you, you divide the labor, you know, you divide tasks. Like this person keeps track of the joint checking accounts and pays the bills. This person like buys the groceries and, uh, what, you know, does the car insurance, whatever. So I sometimes just you do stuff like that. thought it was interesting that all the finances were tied up in the firm, which makes it messier that, and weirder to me. I think that's the w- I think that's where she should have opened her own eyes more. And maybe she just wanted to look away and not deal with and not worry about it. I still don't think she knew that it was being stolen, but I think she knew, you know, well, Tom's doing his thing. I I wrote down that the words of the episode were hold on. She kept saying to Andy, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I sensed a tension between Andy and Erica. So Andy told me at the party that he was kind of caught off guard by her reactions to questions were unpredictable. She answered all but one, he said, which we saw the one she wouldn't answer, which was how she was able to just like get enough money to leave finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it was a roller coaster because it was like she was laughing, she was crying, she was screaming, and you didn't know what emotion you were going to get from what question. And sometimes it was a shock. Like when she was like, hold on, you're painting it to be that I left, like I stayed because of the money, but I'm telling you, I didn't have access to the money. And I was like, that was pretty specific. <laughs> yeah. Specific but I, but then, when she, but when she put it in that perspective, I was like, I kind of, I get it a little bit more now of like, you yeah. did not have, I mean, she didn't, she was 26, a cocktail waitress with no money. When she met this man, probably never knew how to handle her finances. He was 60 twice married already. And then he took over all the finances. I also, I thought it was interesting that she said, and I'm just connecting the, the saucy part of me is just connecting in my mind right now without judgment, but that she couldn't answer that question about how she got the money to leave. And she also did say that she was faithful to Tom up until she filed for divorce. Yes. And if you go on the internet, there's a lot of speculation about if she has a new, I was like, well, did, did she have a life. new, 
Did somebody new in her life help her? I don't know. That's just, I'm, I'm speculating purely. Maggie, you look pensive. <laughs> just all of the, like the Trisha A. Bigelow of it all. Like I, that nice, soon. nice tits, you stupid bitch. <laughs> like that, oh, oh, but that way she told that story, she was just like, I couldn't even freaking put a space in it. <laughs> like a crazy laugh. I was like, she's really going through a lot of emotions in this day. She's all over the place. And I think what we've witnessed is Erica unwound for the first time ever at this reunion. And by that, I mean, I actually think she was more measured as the season was going on, not in every moment, but she could like take more time. I sort of get the sense that she was leading up to this reunion, anticipating it, wanting to clear things up, wanting to have a moment stressed are all very normal. And then it's like it exploded. You can tell some of these answers have been vetted by her legal team. You can tell that which they'd have to be had a full probably like hours long deposition style, like preparation time with them. Cause she has very specific verbiage mm-hmm. at the ready. Hold on. <laughs> Hearing Erica say I was angry. I was scared. The way Erica can deliver a line. Sometimes I get in scared I loved, sitting watching. I loved Garcelle. I was like, I get anger. I get, <laughs> Cause remember Garcelle, the email when she, when her marriage blew up, you're right. She emailed his whole company, didn't she? That he yes. been cheating on her. Garce- yes. I, and I liked seeing that connective moment between the two of them. I want Erica, like I like Erica and Garcelle together. Maggie, are you Erica Garcelle fans of both? Oh, I love Garcelle. I'm obsessed with her. Um, yes. I'm, I'm not a huge Erica fan and it's really has nothing to do with this at all. Um, oh. it's, it's just been, um, I mean, this doesn't help. That's not what I'm saying. But I, for years, I have not been a huge Erica fan. Like she's probably like the last on my list in Beverly Hills. The last? Oh, what? Because? Uh, I just I don't love that she's she introduced like the glam the glam squad aspect of it and kind of like I feel like until this season, which it's all about Erica, so you know, kudos to her. But like I um feel like until this season, she didn't really have much to say. Like she was. She just, didn't have much of a story. I agree. She never did. And she didn't ever talk about her life. Like anytime you brought anything up, she exploded. Like she got so mad at Eileen, which was like kind of a, it was a good TV moment, but also reaction. like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. So I just, I have not been a huge Erica fan for a while, I guess. Mm. So like, if this was Kyle in this situation, I would be like defending her. Like I would, cause I, I, Kyle could do no wrong to me. She's just one of those housewives. I know we all have them. I think she's a real, she's a real, yeah, like, like that's Kyle for me. And so like, if the roles were reversed, this was Kyle, I would be devastated way harder than I am with Erica. That's why I'm kind of like, eh, I think she knew something. God, if we found out Maurizio had done this to Kyle, I, people would be outside that's their house. <laughs> I would cry. I think <laughs> I would too. I love him so much. No, no, no. We can't even put that out in the universe. Um, I wrote down a couple things Erica said. She said, I'm at a place where I don't quite know who I was married to. Mm-hmm. And I felt for her in that moment. I did. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's, there is still so much to shake out. I think what Erica is still missing for me is just like that empathy for the other people. Like if she could, Which, if she could show that it would be huge. It, it seems that that is going to come up in part three. I think that's when mm-hmm. we get the whole crystal moment of like, why aren't you angry at Tom? Why aren't you voicing about the, the victims? I do think she is scared might not be the right word, but probably coached not to say anything about the defendants in any of these cases. Interesting. 
because it could implicate her as if you say sorry to somebody for something done wrong, it implies that you are responsible for that wrong in the right. She said his decisions were not hers. Um, She corrected Andy when he was like, so you're saying you believe she said, nope, I hope because mm. hope implies like a magical thought. Believe means you think it. I think we're going to see more from Sutton in the coming weeks too. I felt like she was listening so hard. She said her, she had said in one video cutting to her at the couch with just like eyes, eyes, just like not believing or buying anything Erica saying, which I actually am believing that she is speaking what she believes to be the truth this whole time. I do too. Okay. So not a, not an Erica fan, but you believed her. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, this episode I did. I mean, I felt, I felt bad for her. I mean, she's still, she's going through it, you know? I mean, I've, I'm a compassionate person, but I, um, and, you know, I do think Tom has some sort of an Alzheimer's. Uh, that's really hard. I mean, I've, it runs in my family. I'm like, I, yeah. I get it to an extent. It's like, it's, it's very, it's hard to see. And like, when she was saying like, he repeats stories from like the past. I'm like, yes, that is, exa- that is exactly like my experience with it too. I mean, it's just, so I, I felt for her, you know, I mean, I, I try and see things like, I try not to be too biased, I guess. Trying to be human. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's Leah. Unless it's Leah. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm sorry. But Bryce knows I was literally bitching about her this week. <laughs> We're going to have to do a whole other episode. Yeah. Like a, we should do a whole episode about what we want for New York. Like this, we, we got to rebuild and here's what we hope. What we hope, not what we believe, what we hope. <laughs> also, did you see on the note of New York? So Bethany didn't <laughs> contribute an interview to the book but is now going to spend the next few weeks on her podcast talking about her time on Roni. For someone who constantly shits on Bravo and the hand that have fed her, she spends so much time talking about Roni and Bravo. It drives me crazy. And I, I don't, I don't have really a problem with Bethany, but I hate that. I'm like, sit. I, that is, I have to say for all the reality TV coverage I've done, that is just a staple of people in reality TV. Like everybody who did the bachelor, it's like, people will say, I don't want to talk about it anymore, but then they'll talk about it. Or everybody on dancing with the stars is like, it, it, it's like the, because at the end of the day, it's what people know you for the most, like, mm-hmm. and you just, right. that's just the truth. And sometimes it's helpful and convenient to tap into that. <laughs> it gets I mean, people yeah. to listen to her podcast. I mean, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably listen. Let's be honest. I mean, I, I will. Try- at all. I'll wait for Joe Gunn to clip out moments and post to his social media. <laughs> oh, we love him okay. as well. We should have him That's on. Great. Um, okay. I do want to speak. I don't even need know if we need to get in. I wrote down Dorita's long winded and her wedding dress costs $8,000. Like I don't, I'm, I don't need to get into the Dorit. I don't know. I, I think Dorit's going to be back. Cause I don't think they're going to switch up this cast, but I am now in a place where I need Dorit to give me more, a lot more. That's what I feel like they're trying to make moments with her in this reunion and be like, see, she's a contributing cast member. But the moments I'm just like, we're not getting anything. There's no story here right now. And I do think there's story to tell there. People loved PK this season. Mm-hmm. I think her kids are hilarious. I want to see more of Phoenix and Jaggy. Yes. Um, and I wonder what was on the cutting room floor maybe from this season because they had to pivot so hard into Erica. Did we miss out on a personal story that Dorit filmed? Because that happens every season on these shows is, they film these personal stories and then they don't make it into the final episodes because they f- usually focus on one big thing. Maggie, any casting changes you'd want for Beverly Hills? No, I, I love the cast. I would keep it the exact same. 
PK had a rebuilding year. I, I suddenly loved PK this year. <laughs> I love, I'm obsessed with him. I'm like president of his fan club. I love him. <laughs> Voice of reason. I'm like, I was literally thinking, Erica, bring PK on your PR, like let him do that. Have him run your Instagram. I trust him right now. I think Garcelle just needs a friend and she keeps pitching Cherie Zampino, Will Smith's ex-wife who has appeared on the show oh. as a cast member who was the star of Hollywood X's on VH1. And I think she would finally like go there about everything now that she's done the red table talk and she's out of her oh. second marriage. And I would like to see it because I think, I do think Garcelle needs somebody who she feels like she can mm-hmm. have those moments with where she can go and like unpack the group stuff. Mm, so it's not always her unpacking in the confessionals as they accused her of doing. Yeah. I, I mean, Garcelle told me she was on the fence. I'm like, please don't be on the fence. Please jump over it. And, come back. Andy kind of gave me like a wishy-washy answer about the casting too. Cause I, he was like, his hope is that everyone comes back, but he wouldn't confirm anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and wouldn't confirm if, cause so they were all at Paris Hilton's baby shower, which was likely either being filmed or not baby shower, wedding shower, which was likely either being filmed for her Peacock show and, or the next season of Beverly Hills. Garcelle and Dorit were there. Erica was not. But there's no way we're not getting more Erica. That's, I mean, they got it. As Andy said, it's her main job. I, she has to do it. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to believe that she won't be back next season. No. Um, very quickly, and then we're going to get into Winter House, but I do want to discuss, of course, we had Kathy Hilton um, and her my heart was broken watching Kathy Hilton cry. I didn't like it one bit. I, I wanted to turn away. It was too painful. She went into f- like full guttural sounds I've never heard from a human before. And it was, I, I don't like watching her cry. Like even the flashback to when the, her confessional where the producer asked like, what did you miss about Kyle during those years? And she got choked up. I'm like, <sighs> I don't want to see this. I, this it's hard because sad. it's beautiful and vulnerable. And I think it helps people relate, but I was actually a little bit like I've lost a parent and I'm not, there's no judgment in this. It just really, I think speaks to their relationship with their mom, how fresh and how at the surface her pain still is. And Kyle said, Kathy really has a hard time talking about our mom. Um, what did you think, Maggie? Oh, I, my heart was broken. I, I mean, I just, I love Kathy and I love Kyle and I hate that they lost all those years, you know, when they weren't speaking. And I, I, I think if you said, I think a lot of people can like relate to that. And I think is very vulnerable. And I just felt, I felt so bad. I'm like, I, I, I enjoyed the moment, but I also hated it. I hated seeing I it. You know, it was, it was hard to watch, but we got a real, a real moment. Um, this episode also reminded me of how much Kim has been brought up this season. I mean, at one point, Kyle and Kathy were even on Watch What Happens Live and a cardboard cutout of Kim was standing behind the bar, which in retrospect, given Kim's struggle with sobriety, was a choice. Maybe we should have been next to the bar it was, instead of behind uh, it. Um, two questions. One, do we think Kathy Hilton remains a friend or is she full housewife? And two, could we see Kim coming back and all three so- sisters? So Kathy told me she will never hold a diamond. She doesn't want to, because I don't think she wants to like film with Rick and have to like get into any. You know what? I'm okay. I'll take it because she's perfect as she is. Yeah. And there's that book house of Hilton that has like all the family secrets in it. And so I don't think she wants to have to get into any of that. Um, And I think she's good as a friend. Maggie, what do you think? Should Kim return? 
Uh, oh, I'm, I'm obsessed with Kim Richards. I love that woman. I would die for her. Like I think about her a lot. Like I, I genuinely love Kim. If we got, she said, I would die for her. (laughs) I like, if we got like Kim, Kyle and Kathy, I don't even know if the world can handle it. Honestly. Do we want Kim back as a cast member or I would just like pop ins from her. Like, but I don't even know if I need friend from her. I just want to see her at events mingling with people. You know what? I want friend because I, I now want a rebuilding year. How many times do I say this for Kim? Like, I'd like to see Kim dating again, doing well. I love that Kathy coming on has explained some of Kim's bizarre phrases from years ago. Like we now see that Kim was actually making inside joke references that her and her family have like chicken. Yeah. It made me see Kim in a new light and I want more for her now. And the, the shows are in a different place now. I, I think it could be good for Kim. I, I, I want to see it. It would be a housewives first three sisters. Wait. I would love the story behind her canceled memoir if we could get that because the book is apparently not coming out. It was pulled. It was back on the show, like back coming out. And now it's been pulled again. I'm actually devastated about that because I, I mean, there's a lot of housewives obviously that write memoirs. Hers was the one I was most looking forward to. And I'm, I wanted to get down to big Kathy and just all their drama. Yeah. I'm upset. I I love him. Maybe they decided it wouldn't be good for the family. Okay, let's uh, get into Winter House, the premiere of this highly anticipated Southern Charm summer house in the winter time and crossover show. I loved it. It was so light and fun. And everybody, as we say, understood the assignment from minute one. Maggie, your thoughts? I loved it too. I, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. I, I love the entire cast. You know, I love summer house and I love Southern charm. Um, I think that they mesh very well together. I took crossover. I know some people were, I see online people has don't love the crossovers or hesitant about it. I don't understand why, because I think that they are all friends in real life and it just makes sense. And that's what makes for good TV. And so I absolutely loved it. I think it's a total shit show and I can't wait to see them party every single Wednesday. These poor people's livers. Kyle was so drunk. I was asking if his at the, because a bunch of them were at the book party too, if his drunk alter ego has a name and they said no, but maybe Cookie Monster. Oh, I love that. By Lindsay Hubbard. The absolute opposite of having a Sasha Fierce. What's your drunk alter ego name? (laughs) I mean, he was eating the, he was slurring his words. He was eating the pasta right out of the, out of the pot. He <laughs> kicked those beers. I have to say, I mean, I think that man's 38 years old at some point it becomes an issue. And I'm like, it's a little, I didn't need you to kick the beers, you know, but he's still, what I, he's also still really funny when he's drunk. So like, okay. That's the thing. It's good TV. And Yes. They just all showed up and they, you know, we, I love when we pick rooms on any show, any across the Bravo universe. Why do we love so much when people pick and argue over rooms? I think it's the funniest thing ever. Like I go right back to Sonia and Ramona fighting over the rooms. Like it just brings me right back. And it's just, it's so stupid because it gets like me. I'm the person that's like, I'll take the couch. Like I don't care. I don't care. You know, I slept on the ground before. Like it's it's no big deal to me. So I you mean, and you and Kyle both. He told me that right, floor like, was heated, and that's why he laid there because he turned the heater on for the tiles, and that's why he wanted to sleep there. Do it. I think it's such an intimate thing. Like it's sort of the perfect device to instantly, right off the bat, reveal like who's a diva, who's not, who's going to cause well, trouble, and it creates tension right away. This house, I will say, was it's like the fight was 
unfair because half these rooms are definitely not bedrooms. Like the room Jason's in that's wood paneled is definitely some sort of study. It's not you know, the, the best house I've ever the room, seen. The room Julia and Lindsay are in is definitely just like an open space. That they put curtains around. <laughs> like it's not the best. It's not our best. It's I could have done with a because I love like a Chateau Opry ski glamorous moment. And it's it's not giving me that. No, no, no. Mm-mm. But I thought they gave everything we wanted them to give. I'll be honest. I only was able to watch half the episode before we filmed this podcast. So can, if you guys can fill me in on the second half, what was the drama? I'm just excited to see these romances that happen in the house because they're not the romances that are now happening like in real time. Paige and Andrea have a thing in the house, but now we know Paige is with Maggie's number one Bravo celebrity, Craig Conover. <laughs> and we won't get that story, I guess, until Summer House in 2022. And then, you know, Lindsay is going to come to the house and hook up with Jason, but also confess her love for Austin. And then apparently left the house dating Jason. But now fans are speculating that she and Carl are back together. There's just a lot that I like. I just need the answers. And Lindsay told me, they said, well, we get the answers in 2022 when Summer House mm-hmm. comes on. Maggie, says, do you... You'll probably get more questions. You'll probably have more questions than answers. Maggie, do you like Paige and Craig together? I do. Um, You know, if I can't be with Craig, um, (laughs) I guess Paige, Paige is a good, you know, second option. Um, No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I like it together. I I actually, um, I, I love Craig obviously, but I got, I had a chance to meet Paige when I was in Charleston a few weeks ago and she was, she was honestly great. She was so nice and very cool. Um, And yeah, I really liked her. And I was at so I was at Sony Down South and she came in. And I, of course, I was like, I'm gonna stir the pot a little bit and just like took a video and like made sure to get like Craig and Paige like in the background. Maggie and, on the scene. And yeah. And um and Craig was like, oh, like, oh, that's Maggie, like Buster Bravo, like go like say hi to her. So I was like, oh. So the, the yeah. summer house and Southern Charm casts are the nicest. Agree. Friendliest Bravo casts Agree. of all. I mean, they're all, everyone's nice, but those casts, they make you feel like a friend from like the second you talk to them. Mm-hmm. That's been my experience too. You know, I, I know we've talked about that too, Bryce. It's just like, I don't know. They, I feel like I could hang out with any of them and it would be very normal. They, they are very nice and very welcoming. It's I, I, and I think that's also why winter house is working because it feels like you're on a trip with your friends. You know, you feel part of it. Housewives has always been aspirational to me versus Southern charm and summer house feel more relatable. Um, do we think the page and Craig will last? Do we think it's real? I definitely think it's real. Um, and I, I honestly, I think they work together. I mean, I, I do think that they're, I don't know. I, I don't, I guess we'll have to see. I'm curious to see more of them. Cause like, I just hear things now and like, we, you know, we see random things online and kind of what they've said. Um, but I'm excited to see kind of the relationship unfold like in winter house and then in summer house and Southern charm, yeah. which I think, I do think that they, I think they mesh well together. I think, I think that they're a good fit. Yeah. And Kyle and Amanda told me, cause it's unique to find somebody who understands this part of their life of the reality TV section mm-hmm. um, and kind of implied that they think both Paige and Craig have had issues in the past of people maybe trying to get in who don't, who aren't in it for the right reasons to borrow Ugh. a phrase from the bachelor world. Wow. Yeah. And Paige had that boyfriend who was like never there. I mean, I, 
I, I see it. I get it. I'm, I'm in it. Even if it's, if, even if it's here for a good time, not a long time, like I just enjoy it. I really just enjoy it. I, I felt I've, it had been a minute since I was this excited about the premiere of a show, like the Salt Lake city series premiere was epic, but then this just felt like familiar, fun, a little new. Again, everybody understood the assignment and I'm excited for all of the new characters felt in it and hot, like just hot people. I'm like, great. Yes. I'm just going to take this in. Like I'm eating whipped cream straight out of the can. That's how it felt. Um, Maggie, Madison was brought up on the premiere. Oh, and I just want to briefly ask you as someone who was on the ground floor of reporting the Madison, a rod Austin drama at the Southern charm reunion, where do you stand on it all now? She's now engaged, but we're seeing Austin still reference back to her on the show and his heartbreak and, and being single now. Well, I was absolutely obsessed with Austin. I, I can't remember the exact phrase that he used to describe a rod. who's like a very, it was like, it was like baseball douche. Like some old, something old too. Yeah. Like what cracked me up. Old, I'm like, <clears throat> old baseball douche. I think <laughs> like A-Rod is so like it, he's so relevant, like not only in sports and just like in pop culture and it's huge so Austin be like, he's just some old douche. Like I thought that was so funny actually. Um, yeah, I, I, Madison. Wow. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what we're going to see. I know the engagement was not, uh, filmed and I know that. Like, I think, I think they did film her telling Patricia about mm-hmm. it. Um, but I don't know what all we're going to see. Like, I don't think the boyfriend's going to be on the show at all. And I don't even yeah. know his last name, honestly. And yeah, I- she doesn't want his last name out there. He doesn't have social media. And I think Austin is not going to say anything about the engagement until we get his reaction on Southern Charm. Yeah, I do. I will say he didn't, I mean, he didn't say anything um, about it publicly. So he's he was unbothered you know, from what it appeared, he was asked in one interview he did. And he was like dodging it as much as he could. (laughs) He didn't say it like he wouldn't comment on it. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's some new boys in winter house. I like all the new guys. I love the Italian who was upset about the pasta sauce in the jar. Adored that. Um, and I, I I think they're all hot. So (laughs) I love it. Andrea. I'm, I was like literally about to send him an application to <laughs> like, he, he said he wanted an, he wanted an American girl and then he wanted to move back to Italy. I'm like, well, I'm so glad you brought that up because I don't even understand that. I'm like, so you want an American woman, but then you want to move back to Italy. I couldn't figure it out. I have a lot of questions. I want to dive into him a lot more. Lindsay oh, told me this is the horniest show in Bravo history. So you know what? That's the note to end on. I love it. Our, our time is up. Um, Bryce and Maggie, thank you so much. Of course, everybody follow uh, Maggie at Best of Bravo on Instagram. She is hilarious and insightful and wonderful. Bryce is at Bryce Sander, and he brings you all of the latest Bravo reporting. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank okay, you. and like and follow and subscribe the podcast. Chic Shit Only, new episodes every Thursday. Beverly Hills, Bravo recaps every Friday. Bye. Bye.